They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. I'm here with my good friend, Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd, our resident European champion, hailing from Geneva, Switzerland, and the returning Ek to Fly, Eric Trembicki. Welcome back. What's going on? What's going on? Not too much. It's great to see you. It's great to have you sitting in the hot seat tonight. Love the hair. <laughs> Everyone does. The ladies love it the most. You can't see it this week, but rest assured, if you are listening to this podcast, you would love Act Two flies hair tonight. It looks, Just it looks ma- glorious. It's not as wet as Roman Reigns' hair, though. <laughs> no, uh, it's, tri- it's dry tonight. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have quite the wet look that Roman Reigns does. We're gonna do things a little bit differently tonight. We have the first brand-specific pay-per-view this week, so SmackDown is the main topic. We have Backlash coming up on Sunday. The main event: AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose. Alo, I'm gonna go to you first. I feel like you're gonna have something to say about this. What? It, yeah. What? Uh. What are your feelings on how they built this program for the the pay per view? It's not good. <laughs> it's not because this is the first interaction they've had since after SummerSlam because AJ was basically given the world title match. He's like, okay, look, since since you beat Cena, you're basically the number one contender. And the only thing he really had to do was beat Dolph Ziggler, and that wasn't even the loosest match. That was just to, so 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 Ziggler can get into the main event. But they did nothing really to build this at all. It's more about it's more about AJ Styles having a big head of being John Cena, but it has nothing to do with Dean Ambrose yeah. in, this, in this situation. Like the confrontation last week, you saw him AJ hung up on a rope. That was that was whatever weird. that was. That was yeah. weird. The weird is a good way it, to put it, it. it. It was typical Dean Ambrose silliness. Then last week, last night, it got it got. They, they set him out there at 9.50. You can't do anything. And then Dean Ambrose didn't even start to talk until like 9.57. Mm-hmm. And then he was joking, but he got he got hot a little bit. He got, he got heated a little bit. And then, but the thing is, the last shot you get to sell this match and, and the pay-per-view is AJ Styles breaking a participation trophy. Yeah. And, another, and with, with these... One with these brand specific pay per views now, there's only one show per week, so every little thing has to be important to the build. You can't waste any time anymore. So, in order to sell these matches and shows, you have to make everything important, and they haven't done that with this match. The only reason I'm excited to see this match because I love AJ Styles, I want him to win. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> I don't really care. I just I want to see AJ win, and that's it. I don't care for the match or the show. Yeah, that to fly your feelings on the build for Ambrose and AJ. Uh, I mean, as far as the main event goes, I Honestly, the whole show overall, I'm not overly thrilled about. There's not really an over-interest in one factor that I think is going to, you know, there's no way anyone can really be invested. I mean, the way the the show goes off the air, I just want to know, what is WWE's infatuation with ending a championship feud with a low blow? Mm -hmm. Like, you're telling me a hundred different ways this could go, and they're just going to knock someone in the nuts and they're going to call it there, there's the end credits folks yeah the WWE two weeks in a row. Well, it's not the end credits they just end the show because yeah. it's 10 o'clock it was terrible I mean um, I'm looking forward to the match you know I, I think it's going to be a good match if it's not I mean it, it's one thing that it has a bad build but if it's a bad match with a bad build 
it's not going to look good for SmackDown. And I'll tell you, I was watching SmackDown last week, and I was sitting there, and I was a little disappointed, and like going towards the end of the match, and I, like the end of the show, and I knew it was about the end. I was like, man, like the first two weeks of SmackDown Live, first like two, three weeks, it was exciting, I was enjoyable, and then like right now, it's just like one of those things, it's like, I think I was, it was like 30 minutes deep into SmackDown, I'm like, where's Dean? Like... Yeah. Playing with hairspray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you putting hairspray in? Your hair's supposed to be dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Champion at nine forty-five, put a hairspray in his hair. And asking what is what is this? <laughs> As if he's never seen. But that's the first time before. you saw him all night. You saw him one other time, and it was when he was throwing a donut and did something to the guy's coffee backstage. So th- this is my problem with it: is Dean Ambrose is your champion. It was supposed to be a big deal that the WWE World Heavyweight Championship was going to SmackDown and not Raw. And Dean Ambrose was the guy bringing it there. And he's playing with donuts and coffee and hairspray while AJ Styles is, uh, like, paranoid. He's insecure about people laughing that he got crotched by the ropes last week. He's, he's paranoid that people are taking his picture backstage. To me, and, and last week, last week they kind of made him... His bit was silly last week, the way the show ended. And you know I love my silliness, but where it's where it fits. Where it fits. It, and it, it didn't never fit really there. not for an ending segment, it never fits in the WWE title picture. And if anything, I, I get like I think that it's cool that they're doing it where it's at the expense of the heel, but it's just the the fact I just think there's just so many better ways they could Implies silliness, or if anything, do it in the middle of the show, or if like you're gonna be doing it in a match, like actually let that happen in a match. Yeah. Like Dean, leave him up there and let him just chill there for something. But you tell me the show's gonna end that way, so you know Dean has a match, the match is over, and he leaves AJ just in pain, chilling yeah. there, and he then it goes over to a dark match, and it's still. A well, joke. he sold it on on talking smack afterwards. He was still acting like, oh, that really, like, that really hurt. Uh, this week, like I said, he, the way his character was acting, it was not the cocky, arrogant, I just beat John Cena character. It was the, are you looking at me? Are you laughing at me? That's not who you just built AJ Styles to be. You just completely changed his character over the last two weeks. Ambrose is being goofy, like we said. Styles is being goofy. Then you have AJ tell Dean, you know, don't treat me like a joke. And... Dean is not treating AJ like a joke. The writers are treating AJ like a joke right now. Um, but that, so like you said, the participation trophy aspect of it, I get the point that they were making because it, it set up AJ being able to point to the Cena headband, like this is the trophy I took from the guy I beat. The one thing I did like that he said was that he said, don't treat me as a joke. John Cena took me very seriously, and I still beat him clean in the middle of this ring, and I'm going to do the same thing to you basically. To me, that was really... And Dean... Not, not that Dean wasn't good in that promo. I just did not like the way they handled it. They didn't give him enough time to be good. Like, he got fought... Like, after the initial jokingness giving him the trophy, he was fine after that because that's when he started going off saying there's no trophy for, sec- for the second place second place face that runs the place or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the face that gets uh, comes in second place yeah, or whatever yeah, he that, said. Yeah, that was, that was good. Mm-hmm. But they didn't give him enough time to do that because you see, they just... At 10 o'clock, you're off the air, Raw. Yeah, like, instead of the stupid segment with the donut and the coffee, instead of the hairspray segment, instead of the segment with Renee Young for AJ, and instead of... When he threw the guy's phone, um, couldn't they have just had? Couldn't it have been a story where they're looking for each other, or where they cross paths a couple times? 
you could actually tell that story in little bits throughout the whole episode. Or as cheesy as it'll sound, something AJ's been saying since January. I've been championing everywhere I've been. Why can't he just keep reminding us that? Because yeah. if they're not going to keep reminding us that, I understand it makes sense, and I hope he wins. I'm a Dean Ambrose fan. I like Dean Ambrose more than I like AJ. But I want AJ to win this match because I think he deserves it. Mm -hmm. But the thing that's bothering me, I almost feel like he's not going to win just because if he's going to win, at least make it look like he should. Keep reminding us how good he is. Keep reminding us how he's done everything everywhere. Yeah. Like, the, the touch of him holding on to that headband, I think, is the one really smart thing they've done because it just... The fact that he's holding on to the fact that he beat Cena tells you the position that they put this guy in. But I just think they should be treating both of these guys... Reference is a little too strong of a word, but the one guy is your champion, the other guy is the guy that may arguably be the best guy in the company and may be your champion come Sunday. Start acting like they're guys who you want to showcase on the show and not just do dumb stuff. Heath, Sl Heath Slater could have done any of those segments they did backstage, which kind of tells you everything He's you need to He's a highlight of the show right now. Right? <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> so I good. do have a big nitpick about that, but we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. So before we move on, the vote. Yeah, who's your, who's your pick? AJ Styles or Dean Ambrose on Sunday at Backlash? Honestly, right now, I, I almost think it, it makes more sense that uh, Dean retains... And it, it continues. The feud continues because if, or even if it doesn't, the feud's going to continue. Dean's going to win his rematch. I see Dean honestly winning. Hmm. How about you, Alo? I'm going to go with AJ, but something you said last week kind of popped into my brain in the last couple of days. You mentioned how are they going to have the, their first brand specific pay per view without John Cena. Mm -hmm. So, as much as I think AJ will win, I think maybe you can get a John Cena return in this match, costing AJ the title. Mm -hmm. But I do think AJ will win, and that could set up probably a triple threat or fatal four because the No Mercy poster has all four has Orton, Cena, AJ, and Ambrose on it. So you think Cena will appear on Sunday and then be immediately in the title picture? Possibly, because like I said, he's not on the show at all. He, like he's been he's been on he's been yeah. there at SmackDown, mm -hmm. but he hasn't been on the show. And like I said, AJ keeps talking about he keeps showing the Cena headband. So I wouldn't be shocked if Cena showed up in that main event. But barring that, I'll say AJ wins. I'm going to go with the same thing. Now, I the last I thought for sure as soon as they announced him as the number one contender, AJ was going he was gonna to be win. the champion. It just seemed like as, it made the most sense. Yeah, as the last couple weeks have gone by, like a little bit of doubt has crept in. Where I'm like, I don't know. I, it doesn't feel to me like they're building this to where AJ is going to win the title. But I'm going to just go with what I said after Summer. Well, before SummerSlam, he had to beat John Cena because if you're you brought him here for a reason. If it's ever going to happen, you have to do it right now. And if you haven't beat Cena, you should make him your champion. Don't wait. Don't put it off. You haven't beat Cena convincingly. Have him be your champion. You, he, he's never going to be in a better position than he is right now. So for that reason, I'm going to say AJ Styles, but I'm not 100% confident on it at all. And I wouldn't mind seeing Cena get involved in it, to be honest, because... It makes it would make sense. And that was one of my big it, things two weeks ago. It would make ago. sense, and if they go into that fatal four-way picture, the one thing that I was... You know, I just... I would think if they do that, cool, AJ could win then. Mm -hmm. But you know he's not going to pin John Cena. You know he's not going to have three pinfalls on him. Yeah. 
I would just like to see if it if AJ doesn't win, I would like to see this just carry whether it's multi-person or whatever. I just want to see AJ win it in the near future. Yeah, he deserves to stay in the title picture. So wait, what, what are you saying? You're saying right now you think a- who do you I'm think I'm picking what? AJ. You're picking AJ, okay. But I'm not – it's kind of a coin flip for me, really, because I'm, I'm really not confident – that he will win. You know, they did a bad job booking this, but at least we don't know who's going to win. You're right, and that is that is a good way a good way to go about it. At least it, it's not a thing. foregone conclusion with this, with, this, with this card. This card is horrible. I don't, I, think, I don't think the card is finalized yet. Because uh, what is it, like four? Five? There's six matches listed really? right now. Yeah. Okay. Because um, that was you mentioned that, that I, I mentioned that about Cena. It's your first brand specific pay per view. The big selling point was let's get Cena on SmackDown to make it seem more important. And then your first SmackDown pay-per-view, Cena's not going to be there, it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and he leaves next month for American Grit. Yeah. And No Mercy is the first week of October, so if you want to do something that for him without No Mercy, that's when you do it. Yeah. All right, so we got two for AJ, one for Ambrose. Uh, I was real close to voting for Ambrose. Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> We have Ek Two Fly's favorite, the defending Intercontinental Champion, The Miz. Here, peace. <laughs> against my favorite, Dolph Ziggler. I like both guys. <laughs> I yeah. think uh, your favorite wins. <laughs> yeah. AKA, AKA my favorite. The Miz has a match against another match against Apollo Crews, where he goes over on Apollo Crews. Apollo and the B. Yes. <laughs> Dolph on commentary doing his his best Dolph Ziggler. I don't want to say impersonation, but it's all it's all the the Dolph Ziggler material that we hear every time he's out there. How hard he tries. How you know every chance I get is a must win. All that. I wonder, uh, what, I wonder what happened to that edge. <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't like the. Uh, yeah, I know. I didn't like the. Even if I lose. I still gave it my all. I don't think this is that. I'm like, whoa, yeah, it's, whoa, it's whoa. everything that I complain about Dolph Ziggler. He he threw it all out there. I was rolling my eyes through the entire thing. <laughs> One of my favorite things of this whole bit was when Miz was backstage with Shane and Daniel Bryan. That was good. I love just that he said, I left my private island <laughs> for this, for to have a match with that loser, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Just the idea that he has a private island when he's done nothing but WWE production movies. I find it funny that he was on that private island with the suspended Eve Marie <laughs> and her husband. <laughs> what a suspension. Yeah. It is, it is not a bad suspension. She must, she must took notes from Eric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did. Well played. I like that he at least brought up Shane I thought, as much as I did. <laughs> I thought it was a missed opportunity not to have Daniel Bryan and Miz on the show together after the whole promo on Talking Smack. Thought like you could have really pushed this story forward. I thought they dropped the ball with it. But at least they were face to face this week and Miz brought it up. He's still like, you, you still didn't get over what I said to you. I don't feel like there really has been a build to this match. There is. I don't know if know, I'm wrong. You know one thing that just kills me with this PG rating? Mm-hmm. And if the, indie, if the Indies had that Intercontinental belt and had the Miz and Ziggler and that exact Scenario when the Miz sent May Reese in there, mm-hmm. man, it was such a perfect time for uh, Ziggler to hit her with a famous or something. <laughs> you would never see that today. That is a very attitude era. Oh man, it would do. Bullet Club would have did something like that no matter what promotion they're in. Oh, oh man, Bullet Club. Well, heel Ziggler might have done it. Mm-hmm. Not, not that I give 100% Ziggler. The, the Young Bucks would have killed her. <laughs> would they have botched it? Yep. <laughs> they, they would have bought the melted driver. 
AJ would have gave her the clash right on the title. <laughs> yeah. So, Eric doesn't think they've done a good build to this match. What do you think? I like You like both guys. Uh, what, how do you feel about what they've done? Well, even with the two-week build, this is probably their best put story. Because that is a shame. It is a shame. Because <laughs> it started with Daniel Bryan talking smack, and the week, the week after that, then they had Am- Ziggler come out with Miz. And there was a story behind it. Miz says, why, why do people like me? Ziggler says... This is why they don't like you because because they, they see you're trying to be, become, become famous off of this and not as a wrestler, using as a, using us as a stepping stone to get to where you want to be. But that's been the story. But it's only been two weeks. So, but shamefully, that's the best story they have so far. They didn't go to the AJ match. I'll get to the women. I, Maybe I'm over picky, but haven't we seen Miz for a Zig, versus Ziggler for the Intercontinental Title yeah. like eight times? Yeah, 2014. We've seen it more than once. 2014. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But like I said, I'll, I'll get to the women and their build because I have a whole other problem. <laughs> I have more than nitpicks with that. But this shamefully has been their best executed story in two weeks. I just really have been waiting, waiting, waiting. This is one of my big hopes for the brand split was that we get to see heel Dolph Ziggler again. And it just, it seems like every week we get further away from it. <laughs> thing that just lets me down is like, you know, and I'm the biggest anti-Miz person, as you guys may or may not know. But He's doing his you, job. You, you guys get him. You guys get him to do this so-called great promo and everything, and then everything he said was a lie. He's like, "I'm there every week." No, you're just out filming, filming terrible movies. Wait, but he and didn't then, say that. He said, "I'm never injured," which yeah, is true. No, he said, "I'm there every night." He, he did but he say, he said, I'm there every week." Not injured. He did say not injured, but. The one thing you could say is that he is a heel, so that sort of plays right into like that he's not totally telling the truth. He has a point, but he's bending the truth a little bit to fit what he wants. I'm just to saying, say. after that, and I if I thought it was actually a decent promo, even for someone trash like him, <laughs> and I was just like, all right, you know what? This is some time where they could actually run with him, you know, make him do something good, and no, nothing. We've gotten nothing out of him. Is that not his fault? <laughs> I say all the time, you, at, when, when you're a top, when you're a top heel, you need that baby face to go against. It's and hard to tell if there's a top heel or anything. I can't tell who's on the top of this damn show. Miz, Miz is top. Miz is top heel on SmackDown. Miz is probably the most hated guy on SmackDown because AJ, AJ is beloved D, D, as a heel. Dean Ambrose is still beloved. The Miz is the only person people really actually hate. And and Europe, that's, you're, that's you're, why we're drafting you there. You're, 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 mm. a, pure, you're a pure example. And thing, the thing is with Dolph Ziggler, I hated he, him when he's a babyface though. <laughs> he's a horrible babyface. I'll, t- I'll give you that. You know, oh, we're gonna be big. No, he's not. <laughs> Have you seen his wife? But, any, but anyway, like I was saying, back to Ziggler. I've done better. <laughs> back, back to Ziggler. It's like we've seen it before. So it's like we, as much as everybody loves Dolph Ziggler, they want to see him win. But we've seen it already. You need somebody fresh in there. And this is where Sami Zayn will help to be on SmackDown because people want Sami Zayn to win. Sami Zayn never mm-hmm. been Intercontinental Champion. And he's the perfect type of guy for the Intercontinental title. Exactly. Especially take away from The Miz because Sami Zayn is so beloved and people always complain. We complain on the show every week saying, where's Sami Zayn? Why is he doing nothing? Why is he losing? We always say that. He'll be perfect in the situation, but not Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is a four-time Intercontinental Champion. He's like, this isn't going to help him. And as much as he's got his fan base, people just don't, Care about him anymore. Should it be even like, good to put Orton there, even though Orton's done it hundreds <laughs> times over? And just you know, yeah, I just different. I don't see Ziggler as having like just nobody cares about him anymore because there's so many starts and stops with him, and people just can't get invested. So Alo, 
Who wins? Do we get a new Intercontinental Champion on Sunday at Backlash or no? No, Miz. Eck? I, I, I don't know. I'm going to root for Ziggler because that's my guy and I hate the Miz. So I think Ziggler wins. And, you know, it just also, again, Ziggler, they always make him look horrible, but you're telling me you're pushed to, towards the WWE title, you lose. Then it's like, all right, let's give you the second best thing, and then you lose again. That would just be a bad idea. Yeah. I am going to go with The Miz only because I feel like they've really hyped up. He, at least, has hyped up. He keeps every day on Twitter, he says what day it is of his never-ending Intercontinental Championship reign. I feel like if it's when it's going to end, it needs to end in a more meaningful way than whatever this whatever this is. Yeah. So and I do he I think somebody said it may have even been Ziggler said you know Marie what's what are you sending Maurice in the ring for I love that that he sent her into the uh, ring to get the, the title hit her. and he said you know she's not going to help you but I think that's exactly what's going to happen and she's going to help him. The one time Vince Russo needed to be back <laughs> hit the famous. <laughs> So, I think The Miz, I don't expect it to be any type of a barn burner of a match. I don't expect it to even be as good as Ziggler's match with Ambrose at SummerSlam, which I didn't think was that great. But, we, we're moving on to the, to the women's division now. <sighs> the six-pack elimination challenge. I do like that they made an elimination match. And I guess I like the fact that they have managed to at least keep every woman on the show every week. Whether they've done it in the best possible way is up for debate, obviously. But at least every woman that they have on their roster has been represented on every show. So, I know Aaron has a lot to say about this. So, Eric, before he, we get to him, how, who do you think is going to win? Well, I, we'll get to that in the predictions. How do you feel about what they're doing with the women's division on SmackDown? Do you like that every woman is in every segment? Or do you think they should be spreading it out a little more? I'm not going to complain thus far because there's no championship. There's been no championship, and they're all fighting for it. So, overall, I'm not mad about it because if you figure the first two weeks of SmackDown, the, the women's division was a joke. There was no match. Like, there would be, like, an opening start yeah. to the match, and you'd get nothing out of it. Miss Eva. So, huh? We miss Eva. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do miss Eva. She yeah, was, she was great. <laughs> But, I mean, I'm not mad about how it's been booked because you're having a six-pack challenge. You might as well show all six people in, in it. Yeah, it actually has made sense since they made that match. The first few weeks, it was like, all right, you're just throwing them all out there at once. Now, at least, there's a rhyme or reason to it. Alo, so what do you have to say about okay. the division? Well, like you were saying, how they, they put them all out there. They've been doing that since, Basically, this has been built since the second episode. Of SmackDown a lot because they they all came out and, did, and cut promos. But ever since then, you have not heard any of them cut a promo. Now, when they came out, when Brian was outside cutting, plugging total bellows, I know he hated to do that. Mm -hmm. But he came the out. Crowd didn't like it anymore. I, than he I, did I, I know. know. He's like, I told you, Vince, they're gonna boo me. But I was like, okay. He said, we're having a women's form. I was like, okay, cool. We'll finally actually get, get have a chance, hear him talk. But, but he comes out and then. Natty comes out talking talk about Blue Borg. I'm like, look who's talking, Natty. Mm. And then Alexa comes out and steals the show for, for what it was. Still wasn't good, calling Daniel Bryan a trophy husband, a Bella trophy husband, yeah. whatever. And then first you, give, first you give him no music, and then only through, only basically three women talk, and then Carmella comes out, and is still doing this face thing. Carmella, she's doing her height, all that crap. It, no, it doesn't work. No, no. Only four other women got a chance to talk. It built enough into another, to another six man, six woman tag that Teddy, Uncle Teddy booked. <laughs> it's like, 
okay, like, you're not giving, you're not letting these, these women talk. So it's like, you kind of got to pick the person who's had the most time to talk to win this match. Yeah, I feel like since since SmackDown Live started, I have been commenting on every woman being in every segment and thinking it's like at least you're making an effort to get them all on there, but you're not letting anybody shine or separate themselves. You're just it's almost like lip service like all right, they're all they all got on the show. At least now there's a purpose for it. They're all trying to fight for the same prize. They're all in the same match on the pay-per-view. But yeah, I didn't think that opening segment quite worked. It wasn't good. I didn't think that the match did a whole lot to help build it up either. Although, the one really positive point I have from it is I thought it was good that Carmella got the submission on Nikki because that keeps that whole story that they've been doing for the last yeah, three yeah. weeks. Out of six women, they've just been throwing them in tag matches. Yeah. And then, but the only story... They've really set up was Nikki and Carmella. Right. They've been nothing, and and they've been nothing, and they don't, like Nikki cut that talking smack promo, and then Carmella jumped. But other than that, nobody says talk in the situation. Mm-hmm. There's no other feuds. You just have a variation of tag team matches. Yeah, it's that feud. And if you want to call, maybe Becky and Natty have a little bit of leftover from before the brand split. But who really even remembers that at this point after everything? We don't remember happened. that. Um, but I I thought that that was a great. Like TV shot they got of Dakota Silence on Nikki. It was like the perfect camera angle. Carmella's looking right into the camera. So happy with herself that she tapped out. I Nikki. think they've been doing a phenomenal job actually building her as a heel. Because, I mean, if you just think of like this time last year, how rough her like ring work was in NXT and everything. And after so many months, she started getting good. She started progressing. And then from the original heel moment to the talking smack scene to jumping her at the commentary, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been enjoying it. Yeah, I think it's great, especially because it's a case of WWE. Now, we all know I'm not the biggest uh, pro wrestling fan guy, <laughs> especially at the moment after SummerSlam. And I don't think you always need to listen to the fans. I think the fans get in the way a lot of times. But sometimes, if you listen to fan reaction, Carmella was getting no reaction. It wasn't like people hated her like they hate Roman and stuff like that. People just didn't care. Yeah. So what do you do when somebody's not getting any reaction? You have them do something horrible that gets it gets heat from the crowd, That's and then reaction. you start to build up a character that way, and it is working. She's is she always getting a great reaction? Like not every second she's out there, but she is getting a reaction now, and people want to root against her, which that's why the Miz is relevant because people want to cheer against him. And that's why he'll, he'll be relevant for as long as he's there. So, so, you, so you're telling me that's a good heel? Yes. <laughs> that is what I'm telling you. Did you hear that? <laughs> Eric, who do you think becomes the first SmackDown Women's Champion? I think it's so obvious it's going to be Nikki. You think Nikki, Alo? I think Nikki Bella because it's the only story. Yeah, because she's been getting beat, beat, beat. And she's going to, like, Carmella's going to look really good in this match because, in my opinion, she's been looking great for the past two, three weeks. I think what they're going to do is she's going to take the fall, but at the end she's still going to look good. What's the limitation? Uh, 
Is it Elimination? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just one pen draw. Yeah, they, oh, okay. Did they just announce that? Yeah, just announced it's an Elimination. Yeah. See, they keep just throwing in these random things yeah. here and there, man. That, that's that's top to bottom. Well, that's what they've been doing. The the, uh, the Fatal 4-Way last week on Raw. Just randomly became All of a sudden, it was an Elimination match. Like They they just keep changing it. And it was like the the minute I heard it was Elimination, I was like, it's, it's just got better. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, well, I, I don't think that's going to change much. I mean, I would like to think, if anything, Becky makes it to the last three then. I, I, I want Becky to win, but I don't, you know. We know who Nikki's banging. She's banging <laughs> the shovel. So, we're just going to end it right there. I think y'all two are going to agree with me, too. I'm going to go with Becky. You're going to go with Becky? Yeah, see, I, I don't really mind who wins, because I like, I like all the women. Same. I'm not going to be upset at anybody who walks away with it. Yeah. So I'm gonna say I hate Becky. saying I th- I honestly I think any of them des- I don't think Alexa Bliss or Carmella deserve it. I think it should Alexa be any- deserves it. That's like saying you deserve to be the European champion. <laughs> I am the European champion. <laughs> Regal's about to take it. You haven't defended it in like sixty-three I'm, days. Look, have you listened to the show? I've shown up in Aries twice. <laughs> he still hasn't shown up. To steal your phrase, we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go with Becky just because they're hyping up the idea that she was the number one women's draft pick on SmackDown. They, I thought I she was. right then. Yeah, I thought she was yeah, the only one yeah. that got to have like a legit promo <laughs> on, on SmackDown. Like she made her case as to why this championship means so much to her. And I, I could see a scenario where Nikki and Carmella. Kind of keep getting in each other's way, so similar to the way Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were for a while. They were costing each other the match. I think we may see that with Nikki and Carmella, and I think Becky will be the champ. My thing is, where do you go? My thing is, where do you go after this? I have no idea. So you're you're gonna tell me they could book two women storylines? And the shame of it is, they have no idea. Exactly. (laughs) And we all know that, unfortunately. These people. Yeah. Anything anybody else wants to say about the SmackDown women's division before we move on to the tag teams? That looks cool. Praying for better. <laughs> yeah, I do like the belt. I like the belt with the blue the blue background. I think it looks cool. Might double up. Yeah. <laughs> I might I have to. Do you have the Sasha one with you? Yeah. Let me see that. I do. I'll make sure you see it before we get out of here. Tag team division. We will have the inaugural SmackDown tag team dimes, champions. Dimes, dimes, dimes. Yeah, the blue dimes. I'm, I'm pretty certain I know who's going to win. Although, what happened on SmackDown gives me a little seed of doubt. We had the Usos turn heel on American Alpha, injure Chad Gable, which will keep them out of the finals on SmackDown. So not only is John Cena not slated for backlash, the new hot tag team that was one of the cornerstones of the SmackDown brand and the is also not supposed to be. Was gonna win. Yeah, also not scheduled to be on Backlash. What I will say is, finally, they did something interesting with the Usos. So good. So you did like it, Halo. Yeah. How about you, Eck? I like it. Happy they turned the meal? I liked it. It I thought you two would be pissed because they hurt your boys. (laughs) No. No. It was so sick. (laughs) All it took was for the Usos to get squashed and turn heel. Yeah. We got two Simones down, one to go. <laughs> and that was never happening. <laughs> who'd, you, who'd you steal that from? Huh? I read that online. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> I read that online. Was it a dirt sheet? Yeah, he probably wrote it. <laughs> I saw it on Bleacher Report. <laughs> two Simones down, one to go. Yeah, I did like they basically used the uh, sweep the leg storyline from Karate Kid <laughs> on Chad Gable. 
But I like the promo they cut afterwards. Although uh, it was a little similar to Naomi's no. promo no, when she turned heel no, against Paige. No, no. She but coached, but whatever. it's it's something for them. Because the promo they cut before, I think all Samoans would do better as heels. I can't disagree with that. Look at uh, related Maga, to The Rock, <laughs> just Yoko, it just goes down and down. Yeah. So the Usos, Kishi, the Bunny's the Batman. <laughs> The Hype Bros faced off against Zack Slater, Heath Slater, Zack Slater, Heath Slater, and Rhino. Beauty and the Man Beast. Yeah, Beauty and the Man Beast. Slater in front of his brethren at ringside. <laughs> I just want to say about that. <laughs> Why did one of his so-called kids have a full suit? And then his other And why did the one look exactly like him? <laughs> the one, the oldest one that was furthest to the left, I felt like looked exactly like him. He Strong won in genes. front of his seven kids. They now have a place in the final at Backlash. And because American Alpha is unable to compete, we have the Usos going up against the Hype Bros for the final spot in the championship match. So, that is the first of the tag team match. First of all, have you enjoyed the build to the ending of the tag team tournament, or do you think it's kind of? But the overall tournament had its pluses and minuses. I mean, I wasn't wasn't happy that the Headbangers didn't have their uh, <laughs> Attitude Era theme song. Okay, that, that did that bothered me. Yeah, because when they came out, like, who is this? <laughs> you know what? I mean, you know what else bothered me? Why the hell is Rhino walking out with Heath Slater to his ch- terrible music? That I don't know. I guess because they know Heath Slater is the most over guy. Do you know how over Rhino's theme music is? At least in my heart. (laughs) Well, I guess they didn't consult you on this. (laughs) Clearly not. (laughs) Clearly not. The thing that bothers me is he hits the gore, pins him, and you got the one-man band playing. Yeah. I just want to hear that Rhino. I just love that he walks out to... I'm just one man, and he's walking out with a partner. (laughs) I got something to say about that. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys ever noticed. They that was a three MB music, so they added the beginning, but they didn't take out three MB in the middle. No, I did notice that. (laughs) Okay. I have felt since the Heat Slater story started that he was destined to win this thing and finally get a contract because they can't keep having him go back and forth forever. Yeah. So that's kind of where my head is at. But who do who do you guys think is going to win? The first match to face... I think the Usos are going to win Usos. because, you know, it would just make sense. You feel the same way, Usos? Usos? Yeah, I think it makes sense, too. I think it's a pretty easy call. Wait, isn't it just silly to make Slater and Rhino win and we don't even get to hear Rhino's music? It's just going to break my heart. <laughs> Talk about a couple of nitpicks. You're complaining about music. <laughs> a lot of music. <laughs> See, I, I, can Paul Heyman at least speak on this? So we all think the Usos are going to win the qualifying match. I have been convinced Slater and Rhino are going to walk away with the titles. But now that they turn the Usos heel, I'm not 100% sure anymore. Because they could put it on them to start the title feud with American Alpha. So, Ayla, I'll go to you first. Who do you think is going to win? Well, that is a good point. I hate when well, you make a good point. <laughs> well, there are a couple good points with that because the Usos turn, turn heel on American Alpha and completing the heel... Complete, um, costing Heath Slater a job will be completing the heel turn. Yeah. And that could lead into American Alpha feud. But I'm going back and forth with this, but I think Slater and Rhino win because only Chad Gable's hurt. Jason right. Jordan isn't hurt. So you think he so can, he can come out? He can play a part and cross the Usos of titles. And then Rhino and Slater, they could actually have maybe a, a quick run with just so Slater can get his job. Yeah. And How about me, you, Eric? I would, I would like it. I'd like to see Rhino with that 
hideous belt. Is that your prediction? Yeah, I'm hoping. Um, my prediction slash hope. Yeah, I that'd predict- be the highlight of the show for me because that was the highlight of SmackDown the past couple of weeks. <laughs> it, it'll be awesome. I predicted it from the second he got Rhino as a partner. Not going to go against it now. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm watching that match with cheese and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be. <laughs> wouldn't be shocked. Was putting sad faces on him. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be and collecting cans and bottles in the backyard. Wouldn't be shocked if the Usos won at this point, but they don't need to do that. Feud doesn't need the titles for it to mean something because it's a personal feud. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need the titles for it to mean something. So you could give Slater and Rhino the belts for a little while. It's a feel-good story. You're rewarding the guy who has gotten gotten himself the most over of anybody since the brand split. Yeah. I don't think anybody has taken it upon themselves and been more successful than Heath Slater. At totally, because nobody cared about Heath Slater. He was Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. Didn't get picked. Nobody really cared. People thought it was like a little bit funny that he was in there. And then he won the crowd over the next week. So it's got to be Heath Slater and Rhino, and then the Usos and American Alpha feud. And one of those two will probably be the next champions after. What did you think about Fandango coming out by himself without Tyler Breeze? Hmm. While Tyler Breeze was in Dubai shopping for uh, <laughs> exotic I missed, silks. I, I missed that part. <laughs> the uh, finest silks for their clothing line. <laughs> he said he wanted to dance with somebody who had a fire in their belly, and of course Kane came out and choke slammed him. Unnecessary segment. I guess that's all we really need to say about Unnecessary. that. Unnecessary. He should have not came down and dropped a leg drop <laughs> from the top. Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Mm. Boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just hate Bray so much. I thought Bray actually cut a good promo last night. I thought I liked the idea of him basically saying, Randy, you're not the apex predator anymore. Basically, you're, you're the prey now and I'm the predator. And then Randy tells his story about something about a snake and a snake, whatever. Snake does what a snake yeah, does. He's telling the bedtime stories. Yeah. He said Bray isn't going to know what, what hit him. The thing with this, why I just can't get invested, is because I just already know what's going to happen. <laughs> is that Bray's going to lose. You destroy Orton's character with Lesnar. Yep. When you had a chance to, to make him much more significant. Or make him look more viable instead yeah. of a TKO. And then now you're going to feed him Bray Wyatt, who just gets pushed down even further. And Randy Orton... And I'm okay with that. See, I'm not. Because I would be okay with it if you had Orton beat Lesnar. And now Orton comes out of it as a big deal. And then if he beats Bray, it's like, well, okay, obviously he just beat Brock Lesnar. Of course he's going to beat Bray Wyatt. But now it's like you just use Brock Lesnar to put Brock over as... You used Randy Orton... To put Brock over as even more of a monster than he already was. And now the guy who just got smashed by Brock Lesnar is now going to beat Bray Wyatt. Which keeps him completely irrelevant. He and cuts. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm not. Well, see, like I said, but that's the difference, because you like Bray Wyatt. I do. I just think he's terrible. <laughs> well, he's bad at wrestling. He's bad at wrestling. He's awesome on a microphone. Troy was watching that last night, and he's like... This is so boring. I was like, no, no, Troy. Mm. This is the thing. This is what Bray Wyatt does good. Yeah. When he goes through those ropes, that's when it just gets weird. Yeah, because I say this all the time. I don't think he's good in the ring at all. I just he's in, he, he, the character has so much potential because this is professional rest, professional wrestling. Joe Lafferty, you're listening. <laughs> this is professional wrestling. Characters do matter, and his character is an, an intriguing character. But they just continue to have this guy lose all the time. I say it all the time. The best he ever looked was Royal Rumble 2015. 
Uh, that was. When he we, looked really strong. He was in there for like 40 minutes. It was, was after that the, one? Everyone no, was two no. years ago. The one in Philadelphia. We was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was in there for a really long time. He eliminated a lot of people. It was after the Wyatt family had broken up. Well, I tried to forget that show. Yeah. Except for the one match. <laughs> except for the triple threat. <laughs> yeah, he looked strong there. I liked Nitpicks. his. I actually oh, liked I his cage match show. with Cena. Well, you were intoxicated the whole show. <laughs> so what? That's <laughs> your problem. <laughs> have they? Have they really even? I guess they built it, but they did not. I was fine during New Day's match. <laughs> they didn't. The pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't manage to do anything to get anybody excited about this, and I don't know what they could do. Well, there's nothing they could do now. It's just the matches. Some what it RKOs is. that haven't happened. Put someone through a table. I don't know the typical violence, but yeah. So, I guess anybody have anything they want to add about this match? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Saturday event where Randy Orton fights Brock Lesnar. This match, I'm, I don't care about. <laughs> How about you? No. <laughs> All right. So who wins? Well, is Orton. The, I hope is the Wyatt Compound close to Viperville? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> well, Orton's winning. All right. Randy Orton's winning. It's. I don't think there's any uh, any doubt about it. Uh, like I'll be stunned. Since, since you, he brought up uh, Viperville and uh, Wyatt Compound, mm-hmm. so um, when my kids get out of line, um, <laughs> I give them uh, pow pow is what they call it. <laughs> and um, so it was funny. I've been saying I've been saying to them, get out of line. You're go- you're going to pow pow town. <laughs> Troy, Troy the other day, he just started laughing, <laughs> laughing hysterically, and I, I knew he got it. He said, "Oh, I get it. That's supposed to be like suplex." <laughs> <laughs> Now this is the first time you ever said it. And he picked up no, on it right I, away, or you had been. Saying I've been saying I've been saying it to Valentina a lot, but I think it was like the <laughs> second time I said it to Troy, and I think it was like directed to both, and I was like mainly like <laughs> like pointing at Valentina, and then he just starts busting up, and he, he got it, he picked it up. You, you know, you should tell him. Delete! 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 <laughs> Good for Troy. What was his nickname that he had for a little a hot minute? Uh, Cruz, Cruz, and he got a he got a hamster for his birthday, and we named the hamster Cruz. Now, so <laughs> whenever I call him a Cruz, this I'm not a hamster. It's oh, funny. Anybody have anything else they want to say about Backlash or SmackDown? I feel like we're forgetting that. That was every one. That was all six. That's six. How excited are you, are you for this? I'm not. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you what I am excited for. It is a regular length pay per view. <laughs> I'm not going to be watching it for seven hours. I'm not going to have to watch 15 hours of wrestling before it starts and after it ends. It's a regular pay-per-view. I'll get to watch it in the normal time frame that a pay-per-view usually takes, and then it'll be over. Oh. That's the that's the best thing I could say about it. And hopefully AJ Styles is the WWE champion. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to the women's match too. Well, yeah, I'm curious to see. I'm I'm curious to see who the champions are. Yeah. I'll be happy for Heath Slater yeah. too. I'll be ha- not. I don't care about him. I want to see Rhino win. You guys keep talking about the wrong person. <laughs> I'm rooting for Rhino. Rhino. Rhino hasn't had a WWE title since the Hardcore title. And he said on Talking Smack last week, he has never won a tag team championship in the, in the United, United States, States. And for 18 years. Yeah. So it would be nice to see him pay off that promo because it was a lot of Heath Slater, top shelf silliness. Tell you what. Six years they've been having a hard time selling me those copper things. I see Rhino running around with one of those dimes. You buy a dime. Mm-hmm. But actually, I forgot to get into this. Mm-hmm. Just gonna drop a little quick knowledge. Maybe we'll they'll get a really short reign. But Rhino does have he has contracted to three House of Hardcore shows. Mm-hmm. Do you think we might see the belt there? I don't think WWE is gonna let that happen. No, no, they they like that happen. happen. So which makes me you, think you, you might be right. You might be going to Usos. 
Mm. Well, they could do the Zack Ryder thing and have him drop it on the next smack. Yeah, game. I mean... Because he'll yeah, still have a job. would not be the first time they And did that. I'm not happy about this. So, I don't think he's going to be where we're going to... Like, I think he's going to be in New York. He's main eventing in New York, and then I don't think he's going to be there the next night in Philly. Hmm. Yeah, New York's the day before. Yeah, it's the night before. I don't know I don't know if he's going to be there or not. I mean, I guess we'll find out, but I don't remember seeing him advertised for it. Yeah, Vince isn't let him take that, but you're not taking my belt. That's a hardcore. What the hell is that? We <laughs> <laughs> got rid of that hardcore title. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. So, Raw. I don't know how anybody else felt about Raw. It was okay. Uh, there that was third parts. hour was tough <laughs> to get through. It was. That that I thought that was an especially rough third hour. It was a rough show. You guys wonder why I keep fa- failing the uh, wellness policy. <laughs> That's why. Watching that show gonna make you break. Yeah. Universal Championship. I thought there was a lot of good stuff they did mm-hmm. with the build up for this. Mm-hmm. But before I get into it, why was Triple H not there? I'll, I'll let you go ahead, and I'll elaborate on that. Okay. You're gonna elaborate on that. Yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll shoot I think he's asking you. Well, I my my thought on it is you built a great cliffhanger last Monday that had everybody talking. So you had everybody waiting to see what's going to be the fallout from that next week, and then the next week comes, and then Triple H isn't there. You don't know. You don't know the answer. So to me, it was like it fell a little bit flat because you had a chance to build on last week, and you didn't. So to me, it's like why can't you? Builds from week to week. Why is it always got to be like we did something cool and now the next week we've just gone away from it? And they even showed you in the beginning with that great five minute clip. That saying, was awesome. Yeah, the like, here, to here's open a the five show. minute like promo to show you how awesome last week was. The internet exploded, and there's kind of one guy who was a big part of this. You know, there was two other cornerstones. There was two guys that were there. They were present, but there was one guy that just changed everything. <laughs> He's not going to be on this three hour <laughs> show, but you won't see him. We're gonna find out why he did it. But it happened. Yeah, I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like he should, they should have followed it up with payoff for that. Because you're not gaining anything, I don't think, by waiting. Like I'm not anticipating it more now because I didn't see it. I'm just annoyed that they didn't talk about it. So what? What was your point on it, Aaron? All right. Well, I like how it started with the video package. Awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. And then after the package went off, it went directly to Stephen Mick. And Mick was so f- upset that he's like, Stephanie, you knew about this. Because yeah. Stephanie basically is always behind all, all things like this. And I like that because it carries yeah, the, over. The friction between the two yeah. of them I thought was really Yeah, it good. carries over because they both apparently didn't know. But Ste- but Mick's always passed with Stephanie. He's like, Stephanie, you knew. Even when Steph came in the ring, he was like, you knew. He didn't he didn't even say anything about Hunter. Triple H wasn't even mentioned. He's like, you, Steph, you knew about this because that's something Stephanie would do. Mm-hmm. Owens... Excellent. Stole, cool. stole, stole, the, stole the show right from the, right from the beginning. I love that he said that the crowd... $50 shirt, uh, suit. That, oh, one of the things that. I wrote down, because Jericho, everything Jericho owns was $750. Everything. The scarf, the shoes, he said were $1,500, and he said $750 a boot. Everything he owns is $750. I was dying when Jericho said his suit was $750. That was awesome. No, 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 no. Kevin Owens, no he, said, said. he said, you got a new suit. He's like, he said, he said yeah, it cost me $750. He's yeah. like, you bet it did. I can tell it looks like every penny of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so and then good. the golden part, just showing you how good Jericho was. I'm telling you, it was the smallest thing, and I was just like, "That was awesome." He looked at him. He said, 
I can't believe they're talking to you like that. He's the longest I know, reigning yeah, universal <laughs> champion. I, I freak out. I'm like, every time a champion is the longest reigning any champion in the world, yeah. they talk about it nonstop, nonstop, all night, all night, all night, all night, all night. And then, seven days. Oh, can you think of a bigger stab to Finn Balor? It's like, yeah. uh, like you, you oh had this God. thing, and you've been the champion not even a full seven days yet, and guess what? You're the longest ring champion. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jericho should be writing. He can get out of the ring. He's old. Now, I love him in the ring, but oh he should God. write the full damn so show. Good. Yeah, he's great. So good. Because you know nobody came up with that for him. So good. Yeah. And they said, he said, what, what is Ross? Some Holy Foley, Mark? <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I saw that segment, and I was like, I could turn the TV off and go upstairs, because nothing else matters now. When, yeah, he, comes on, when awesome. he comes on TV... I just start the smiling. Face. I love the way he's even saying, like, you're my best friend. Oh, I love the way he's going to treat my best friend this way. <laughs> All right, back, back, back to the task at hand. Yeah. Corporate Owens. <laughs> Excellent. I, I don't even like the way he came into the ring and fully put his hand out mm-hmm. and he just looked at him and walked yeah. past him. That was awesome. I like how Owens took his heat back saying, you fans try to hijack my moment. I, I thought about you. Yeah. But that happens. Like, Ron appreciates that. I did a Tiger Woods fist pump when yeah. he said that. And he said Triple H, Triple H gave him a little nudge by the 98% of the work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like I was saying, I, didn't have a pro- like, I understand Triple H should have been there. I would have I would have liked that better. But the fact that it was ongoing that Stephanie knew about this. And that and and the fact that in fact that she would do do something like that. Now see another now, I have a theory with the situation is I think Mick's gonna end up being a part of this. Because when Steph, Steph came out, Stephanie suspended him, and Mick was like, No. Yeah. You're not suspended. You're gonna have a match with Kevin Owens at Clash of Champions. And then he was just kind of throwing his power around, even in the ring and backstage with Steph backstage after the segment. So I think Mick is probably gonna turn on Owen, turn on Stephanie in inside with Triple H because this might be a little inside with Triple H. Yeah. This, Mick. this this might be something out there, or I'm just thinking a little bit too hard. Mm-hmm. But Kevin, but Kevin Owens and Mick Foley are kind of the same person. So I think Mick, because Mick made the match, Stephanie made the match, Mick yeah. made the match. So I think Mick can call Seth the match and just say, Kevin Owens reminds me so much of myself. Nobody said I'll be world champion. Nobody said I'll make it make it big time. Nobody said I'll be important. So that that might be looking too far ahead, but I think he did tell Seth too that. I don't like you very much. I never did. <laughs> yeah, like I respect the talent that you are, but I never liked you. Yeah, but I think that could that, that could possibly play a role because Stephanie is probably really saying she didn't nothing nothing to do with this. Yeah. But just the way Mick is acting, how serious he is, how he's going over Stephanie, say, well, you saw him make the matches. Even backstage, he made those matches against Rollins and Sami Zayn. Just his, him throwing his power around mm-hmm. kind of shows me that he may play a role in this match and cause Seth Rollins the match because Seth Rollins didn't officially turn babyface, but yeah. costing Seth Rollins the match. Being the, the last person people expect mm-hmm. will even get, get him even more for baby face yeah. reaction. Now, even before he said that to Stephanie about like I make the matches, we agreed that that mm-hmm. would be what I do. Before that, he said he asked her like, "How could you not know about this?" Yeah. And when she told him, Mick, you know, I promise you, I didn't know. I'm embarrassed as a wife. You know, all this, all this stuff. He said, "You know what, Stephanie? I do believe you because I have to. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't." That means you're a really good liar and a really bad person. And I don't want to think either one of those things. Mm-hmm. So that just shows you like the stakes of where the two of them are at right now. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he kind of overstepped a couple times. He still was saying things like, you know, I have your back. But you can tell that he's getting a little frustrated with her already. Mm-hmm. Like people questioning him, like, why would you want to be on that show with her? And he kind of says, well, because I respect her. 
I like that he brought up, you know, that the first time we met was after I got thrown off the cell, mm-hmm. and you were this, this sweet little girl with this, the shy smile and all that. So I, I don't think that you're... I'm not going to say you're right that that's what's going to happen because I obviously have no idea. I do think Mixon um, But I think that's a good way to look at it. I don't think it's overthinking. It makes sense that they'd, they're playing into some type of divide. Because somebody's – one of those two are silent Triple H. I yeah. think it's Mick. I loved Seth saying, how could you do this to me, Steph? <laughs> yeah, he was so mad. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and the thing is, it's not a complete babyface turn yet. Yeah, for, for he's Seth. just pissed Yeah, that he got screwed. He's not – He's not he's trying. He's not trying to get. He's not trying to get applause from the crowd. Yeah, he's it's already getting it. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, but it, that that's not. What he, he's more or less. I'm mad right now, and obviously yeah. he's going to end up as a baby face. I think because they need him to be. See, it smells like he already is to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying in the role, but he's not being. His character isn't being portrayed as a baby face. Just because you're the baby face in a match doesn't mean you're portrayed as a baby face as your character. And that's what they haven't done with Seth yet. Seth getting screwed at Clash of Champions will supplant him as a baby face. So we mentioned Jericho a minute ago. He had a match with Seth. That was real good. Really good match. I, I want Jericho to legitimately be in the title picture at some point. And I feel like there's no more perfect time than when his best friend, Kevin Owens, is the champion. Eventually he'll get resentful and bitter, just like what happened with him and AJ, where he got mad that AJ was overshadowing him. So I would like to see I would see love that to happen. see him just win another championship. Me too. And the funny thing is, is like we, we all know he doesn't need it. Like... I just we just want, but we just want to see him get it because he the dude truly that would be one time when that chant would truly be warranted a you deserve it chant if Jericho wins it again. I'll drink to that. Yeah, I'll drink it in again. <laughs> <laughs> Not alcohol, guys. Come on. Right? I have something to say about that uh-huh. match. Well, the lowdown lawyer, no relation. Mm. He had a question about this, and I, I thought it was odd too. Triple H screwed you. Why are you still doing the pedigree? I've been waiting for him to be done using it. I thought it was odd that he did use it. But they said when he did it that, you know, it looked like it was... Uh, he said he did it with, like, some type of meaning or... Yeah, have, I don't looked, remember exactly how they put it, but I do remember that. put so a little stank on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what they said. No, but, you know. but I, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, I would like to see him... Well, maybe when he's full-on babyface, he'll start using the Phoenix Splash. I don't know. I don't, I don't see the curb stop coming back. I don't know what else he would do. I think he's going to keep pedigree. I know he he said he likes the pedigree because he's like, it's easy to do. You could hit it from anywhere on anyone. It's not like a big setup. I know he likes doing it, but I kind of, if they're going to go their separate ways, I think at some point he should get his own finisher. Do you think the same thing? Yeah, I agree. You? Yeah. I just found it, I, I, thought, I thought it a little odd. I think he would pull something out, something different. I don't know on Jericho. I think during his match with Triple H, you know, I think he should pull something out, but I don't think it's going to be a full time different thing. Or maybe he hits the pedigree on Triple H. But who knows when we get that match? At the same time, yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I think No Mercy is going to make sense. It make it fits more with the uh, no, 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 it's No Mercy SmackDown. Yeah, Hell in a Cell's Raw. What's theirs? Mm. Hell in a Cell. I don't even know. They got Hell in a Cell. Then um, Survivor Series is joint. Then they have Roadblock. Hmm. <laughs> Roadblock twice in one year. Are we going to use all the same nicknames for Roadblock <laughs> as we did last year? I'll call them something new. <laughs> <laughs> that we're was not, earlier this year. Yeah, we're not going to recycle them. <laughs> as you can call Roadblock. Okay? <laughs> uh, first time you said that. <laughs> 
I don't know if you guys felt the same way. I was kind of annoyed that they had Owens and Sammy have a match yeah. on Raw. So, so much had to end. It, one, that it had to end. And two, if they were going to have another match, shouldn't there be more stakes to it than just like, well, we need to throw you in a match tonight, so we'll just give you Sami Zayn. Well, I like Sami Zayn talking about it, saying, Kevin, after the match, we had a great match. I beat on Battleground. I'm, I'm walling around and... I'm just walking around doing nothing, and mm-hmm. I was out there winning the Universal title. Yeah, he I like, said, I, I, like thought, he I like he mentioned that. Yeah, he said, I thought all that time I had to end this thing with Kevin because I thought that was holding me back, like my preoccupation with him. And then I won the match. Now he's the Universal champion, and I'm. He had the same opportunity. Nothing. Yeah, I just. I wish it would have meant more, or they would have waited a little longer. Because to me, just making that match during Raw does it a disservice. People love both of those guys. People love the matches both of those guys put on. That's something that you should have an actual build to or some notice of. Like People should have known that day, like, oh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have a match tonight. Not You find out the next day, oh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had another match last night. I, uh, I thought they were done fighting each other. So that kind of bothered me, although it was a good match. But then there was something else about it that didn't make sense to me. Why does Roman Reigns... Wait till the match is over. Yes. To all of a sudden come out at the end of the show. Why didn't he come out doing the same thing Seth Rollins did? Why didn't he come out and cost him the match? Why did he wait? You know what? He. I'll give him some respect as a champion. I'll wait till his match is over. Then I'll walk out. It didn't make any sense to me. I was just mad. Rusev didn't come drop him on his head before he got to the bottom of the stage. <laughs> he don't need to be anywhere near that main event, main title picture. He just needs to keep that U.S. title thing going. It well, don't make no sense that he stopped that. Well, Rusev's on his second. Who's on his second wedding? Uh, I think I, I thought he was on third. Hmm. I thought he was on his third wedding. No, second because they did one in L.A. and then they're doing in Bulgaria. It was this past weekend. Yeah, I think they said they'll be off TV for another two or three weeks. Yeah. I th- I th- weeks? Yeah. Because it's been two weeks now. So the U.S. title has been hijacked. But he'll, he'll build a SBS. line of Clash Champions. <laughs> Put that joint up for a battle royal tomorrow. <laughs> I'm entering. Yeah, so I, that was my thought. It was like, why, if Roman is so mad, why did he wait till the end of the show yeah, after the match was over sense. to walk out? He hits the spear on Jericho. You got it. You got to love Jericho sticking up for his boy Owens. His best friend. His best friend. You're my best friend. <laughs> but it just didn't didn't make a lot of sense to me the way it played out. I didn't like it because it didn't have like Kevin. Didn't, I mean, maybe he did know, but we don't know that he knew that was happening. So it's like, what you mad at him for? You yeah, got pedigree, bro. Yeah, the guy you should be mad at is Triple <laughs> yeah, H. His face and and maybe Seth. Yeah, or he should or, or come out and open and say it just like Seth did. Stephanie, you knew about this, but that didn't make that's like, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, it didn't. Now I, mean, I was com- completely content with that three-hour show and no Roman last night. <laughs> so are you a Roman hater now? I'm not a hater. I'm just saying we didn't need him for that segment. He's not in the title picture, if you ask me. Well, he got screwed too. He should have been in the opening, opening segment. What you mean? He didn't make it to the last two. He got pedigree by Triple H. Deserved why wouldn't he be? Why would he, he deserved be? it? He got pedigree outside <laughs> of the ring. I can't see it. Keep going. It was no disqualification. So, well, two things. <laughs> Two things. First one is, does Roman win this match on Monday and become part of the main event? I sure hope not. No, I, I think Clash of Champions. No, I, I think Rusev or Jer- I think Rusev comes back or Jericho. Thought he's gone for two or three weeks. You just said it's been two weeks now. This oh, I thought like you guys were saying like he was on roll last week. No, so either that, either Rusev or Jericho is in the match because Rusev, they never had a. a, a End to their right. because Roman made. I heard that's supposed to continue. R- R- exactly. Roman destroyed Rusev. Yeah, and Rusev probably went on his honeymoon just forgot, in the second. What forgot about it? Apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Apparently, well, Lana will make you forget about yeah. it. Yeah, he, he, he was looking through his luggage. This U.S. title, I forgot I'm champion. You see Roman getting in the main event at Clash of Champions I, or no? I'm right. pissed. No, but I, th- I no, think Rus- either Ru- they carried a Rusev, with, Rusev thing over and he returns, or I think Jericho costs in the match. Okay, so before we move on, while we're on the topic of Roman Reigns. I could not wait for this. Listener. I do have a listener question. <laughs> the question is from... All right, my phone's acting up. The real McCoy. <laughs> the real McCoy Joe. Question Lack. is from good friend of the show, Greg Gilligan, tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. G Man. Do you agree with PWI naming Roman number one? And how long until he gets the title back? Can you guys go first? Yeah, Eric, how do you feel about Roman being named number one? I'm completely fine with it because his in ring work has gotten a lot better. And I love to see hear people complain. And uh-huh. I don't complain about what magazines say because I don't <laughs> care about what I say. Yes. How long before he gets the title back? February. February? My feeling is I couldn't have been happier when I saw it. Because <laughs> I, I was a little mad that it was after we had already recorded our show last week. I, we'd have I, to I wait was to so talk mad. About it. I was so mad. But as I mentioned to you guys before the show, I'm still holding a grudge <laughs> against wrestling fans from SummerSlam. And I knew as soon as I saw it, oh, these people are going to be so upset, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna sit here and laugh about it. One, I, I don't know that there was anybody else you could have put number one. That that list is not who's the best technical wrestler in the world, because that'd be a pretty boring list. That would be the same couple guys at the top every year. It is who was the most successful person over the last year, and it was definitely Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. He main evented, he's main evented the last two WrestleManias, correct? Multi-time yep. WWE he's champion. He's a three-time WWE champion now, even though they weren't particularly long reigns, no pun intended. He was no the top yeah, he right. was the <laughs> top guy for that year. I just don't and every, everybody else who was good was hurt. He had a full year, so I just don't see how it could have been anybody else. I think he'll get the title back by WrestleMania. He's gonna be in the WrestleMania main event, I think. Alright. How about you, Alo? Oh my God! To all you people who are these people, there are people who are legit angry. Yeah. Like, like when it came out on Thursday, there were so many people angry. So many people having rants saying he don't deserve it. He don't deserve it. First of all, what is what is professional wrestling? What is it? It's a war. It's mm-hmm. kayfabe. WWE is the number one brand in the in the world. Mm-hmm. It's professional wrestling. Why would Roman Reigns be the number one? Be on number one on this list for a kayfabe list? It's, it's not based on best in ring technicians in the world because ha- possibly half the guys on this list may be there, half probably won't be, w- wouldn't be on this list. Roman Reigns was a three-time champion last year. Main event at almost every show. Like you said, main event the last two WrestleManias had great matches. Why wouldn't he be number one? On the on this list, he works for WWE. The match of the night on every pay per view. Exactly. Why wouldn't he be on this list? WWE's number one brand. Number two on this list was Kazuchika Okada. New Japan, probably the second biggest company in the world. Okada's one of the top two guys between, mm-hmm. between him and Hiroshi Tanahashi. He's fine. He's there. That's fine. Number two on number three on this list, Finn Balor, year-long NXT champion. Yeah. Basically unbeatable. AJ Styles ran Japan, Grand Ring of Honor, ran leader of the Bullet Club. Five, Jay Lethal, one-year title reign as Ring of Honor champion. Kevin Owens beat John Cena. Shinsuke Nakamura, you could argue with him, he could be higher. Seth Rollins missed half the missed half the year that this was made. Dean Ambrose, I don't think she should even be on this list because <laughs> he's done nothing good. 
He's had probably, I'll give you two good matches in the past year. It's John Cena. Missed half the year. But you got to have John Cena there. It, 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 this is all kayfabe. It's based on what happened in WWE. Not Technical, not a list of best in-ring workers. That's not that's that's not how it is. That's never how it's been. Last year, people, Nikki Bella was Roman Reigns because they were bashing mm, Nikki yeah. Bella for being on the women's mm-hmm. list. But Nikki Bella was the longest-reigning women's champ, divas champion at the time for the number one company. Why wouldn't she be number one on the list? Why wouldn't the top guy who's done the most in the company for the year be number one? Be number one on the list for the top company in the world. Yeah, it's silly. Not to mention, what did he get out of it? Exactly. He got a bunch of <laughs> he got a bunch of hate, and these people look so stupid. These people are so angry, and they are so personal. Why? It's it's, it's based on Kevin. They think it's real. They think it's a list. Okay, we're gonna go and we're gonna name all the best in ring technicians. That's not what it is. PWI was never that. Yeah. It was always about kayfabe. That's what pressure is based on kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if it was about in ring work, half those guys probably wouldn't be on the list at, at the top. Yeah. Yeah. There was no other choice to make. I feel like you should have dropped at least one bro. In there, <laughs> but I couldn't agree with you more. We all agreed he, the guy, deserved it. Can we classify that as the lowdown? <laughs> I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roman Re- and then when do you think he'll have the title? Can we back? at least call it the PWI lowdown. <laughs> we'll get that. We'll get that one. But I, I got a good one. How long do you think until he has the title again? Um, I don't know because it's mania. I don't know because it's with there's two world titles and then I'm not sh- and then with Finn coming back, I think Finn is gonna end up winning the rumble or, or being the main event for the title. That'd be so dope if he was a rumble. So mm-hmm. I don't so I really don't know because maybe maybe after they redraft like I'm not sure how they redraft the roster. I know every year after WrestleMania they have a draft, but I think they'll do that stupid lottery random crap that they used to do because it wouldn't make sense to just Announce who your draft pick is yeah. because you'll basically you just basically pick the same roster. Right. But I kind of think he probably would be champion again after they redraft the rosters. Do you think there's a chance they won't redraft the rosters? I would like it if they now, did like our rosters. I was I would like it if they were like. Sorry to cut you off, but um, if it was like Shane and Daniel was like, okay, um, us two, we have this, you guys have this, and it's three picks each, and you know, world starts, we get. To we get to invade. I'm going to steal one person from you. Okay, we can steal one. We'll go back and forth. I'd rather see them keep the roster set as they are. Maybe you can find a way to like make a trade or something. Yeah, but see, the thing is with those lottery trades, big names, like you might get one one big name with each show swap, swapping. Other than mm-hmm. that, it was basically mid-carders or people that, really, that, people that weren't really doing anything. Yeah. So, now, unless you turn Roman heel, he could probably be champion, so he'd be champion before that. I just feel like it, with Vince making it the big thing of it's Shane and Stephanie competing against each other for the better show, I think it makes sense to keep the brands as they are for the time being. And then when they do change them up, it'll be a bigger deal when it happens. But there are some people that I think need to change from Raw to SmackDown. Sami Zayn, SmackDown. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. on the list. So you're telling me there's still competition between Raw and SmackDown? Allegedly. Okay. Because they haven't told me that. Since the first no, they week, well, they, they said so. Uh, didn't they say on Raw that the ratings on Raw was better than SmackDown? That was know. a long time ago. Was it? That was weeks yeah, ago. I, don't I haven't heard yeah. it since. It was within <laughs> the last two weeks. I haven't heard it since. Just tell the me second it's week. within one of the last two weeks. I believe you. I know you wouldn't lie to me about something. I, like that. I know you me. take your ratings very seriously. <laughs> so, the sweet little boy Eric wouldn't lie to you. No, not to me. Okay. I don't think anyway. The women on Raw. 
I'll lie to them. <laughs> Bailey beats Charlotte in a non-title match. Charlotte slaps Dana in the face. I think we all assumed Bailey was going to have a match with Charlotte at what is it, Clash of Champions? <laughs> Sasha Banks comes out to announce some bad news. How sick to your stomach were you during this segment? I wasn't. Joey. Joey actually asked me the same thing. But I, I just kind of, I figured if that she was like retiring or was like I'm gonna be off on the shelf for a while. You're, you're, you're tearing up right now. <laughs> I'm starting to say, well, I said, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> so what's more red? Uh, it Brett, looks the same to me. Bread, bread, cash. Oh well. I, I just, I just, I, I just want to. <laughs> I just want to take the time out to thank the jerk, th- to thank the dirt sheets for letting me know that Sasha Banks had a career-threatening injury that could call, that, that could possibly make her retire. Yeah, I want to thank them for telling me that Sasha Banks had a career-threatening injury and she would possibly have to retire. That that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so they lied. Mm-hmm. So they make so you tell they made up. Something from reading her Twitter saying she had bad news. Is it is it me or is this similar to when one guy tweeted a joke when she lost the title at SummerSlam? Because everybody had been getting suspended the 10 days leading up to SummerSlam. She loses the title and somebody tweets a joke like, oh, she dropped the title. We're going to hear that Sasha's suspended for yeah. 30 days tomorrow. No. That was a joke. No, dirt cheats. No, this was on websites. And then everybody started going off on Twitter and social media. Oh, Sasha Banks suspended. It's like one guy tweeted a joke, and everybody's acting like that was an actual report. Yeah, per her, per her saying she was ta- per report her saying she was taking the month off, and the fact that she had she used the word bad news in her tweet. Thanks, dirt sheets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think there was any chance there was actually a real injury. Or, I didn't know what was what it was going to be. She did a good job selling it, I yeah. thought. Yeah, she came out, she didn't have a bunch of makeup on. Good speech. You know, holding mm-hmm. her, great speech, holding her stomach. I was like, Mate, is she pregnant? Mm-hmm. She, kept, she kept talking about little girls. Makazika not going out the park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. I can't believe you laughed at that. I did think that. I did think that for a second. I thought, but I thought like the emotion of everything, I thought that she really sold it. <laughs> you definitely but then Dana comes out oh. saying like You're, this is gonna end, I'm gonna end your career on she my was, terms hits her with, with the bank statement and says the bad news was for Charlotte I'm getting my title back at Clash of Champions so did I don't know it's, after SummerSlam did you think she was gonna be fighting for the title again at the next pay per view I didn't think I didn't think the next pay per view I thought probably hell, I said hell in a cell do initially you, do you think they feel like they brought Bailey up for nothing now oh no that was the plan you could tell. No, I I mean, they I might have brought her up plan. thinking maybe we'll need her in the long term. That's what I heard. I, I, that's what I read. Don't, but having Bailey on their roster is definitely the not. It, 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 no, <laughs> the lowdown report is the facts. <laughs> I, I, destroy, I destroy these dirt sheets for you because, <laughs> because like, of course, they need women. They need women. So, and another thing is, I love Charlotte just destroying Dana Brooke. Me too. <laughs> the te- I love the take notes thing, Her, the Stephanie S slap. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't quite as hard as Stephanie, but it, it was up there. But with with that being with that hat thing, I'm like, okay, September. So I think you might get Dana Brooke turn on Charlotte soon because Emma should be back by then. Mm. So if Emma's going to be on Raw, 
then have them yeah. then have her join back up with Dana Brooke and Makes take out Charlotte. Sense. Yeah, I think it's good that she's getting her title shot. I assume she's going to win it back. I assume she was going to win at SummerSlam. She didn't, but looks like that was for obvious reasons, that she wasn't going to be there for a little while. So I assume she's going to win it back at the next pay-per-view. The only other thing that really happened in the women's division was Nia Jax had another squash match. Oh, my God. And was oh she wearing a New York Jets uniform? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. <laughs> the green and black, it looked like an old-school New York Jets uniform. Tag teams on Raw. Wait, you're not going to talk about Alicia Fox? I was just about uh, to say. I didn't want to talk about Oh, my God, it was so can. bad. Oh, my God, it was so bad. I thought y'all would have been fans. I, fi- no. I, fi- I found it so funny that when she, she threw the box and hit Nia in the face, and Nia just pushed her out of her shoes. Yeah. Well, did was it me or did... Did, did she look like she, like, she, she didn't did it, it, and then like, she was like, oh, shit, I, yeah. <laughs> I regret this already. <laughs> yeah, I did not mean to throw that directly into your face. Yeah. That that's the way I took it too. Like she did it and then got scared for a second, and then she just started screaming. It's like she was scared to take whatever bump was about to come. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was it was so bad. Yeah. So are we? Uh, that's a thing. Is Fo- yeah? Is Foxy going to be the first non enhancement talent that's to a, put over Nia Jax? It smells on like that. Looks like looks like it. Speaking of non enhancement talent, are you going <laughs> yeah. to the next one? No. Sin Cara. Oh, eh, we could talk about that. I guess. Bro. Why? I don't just know. See if you guys enjoyed the match. I- no. No. Did I you? Didn't. I didn't either. I know you oh. feel like Sin Cara should be doing much bigger things than squat, getting squashed by Braun Strowman. Or at least I wish there was a little bit more of a fight. But. Yeah, which it was clearly not. Yeah, come on. He's about out there trashing the vault villains and catering, <laughs> and then you will let Braun Strowman make light work for you, bro. Come on, Sin Cara. Yeah, so the tag teams, I don't know that anything good came out of the tag team picture on Raw. I'm assuming you guys both hated the old day segment. Can we, can we move on? Like, what, what, what is, what was that? They are terrible. It would have worked if they came out dressed like that. It, maybe not. If, like, obviously, it wouldn't have been DX doing the nation. But if they did it themselves, all right, that's you guys clowning these guys that you're going up against. But can the Bullet Club? I don't know. I'm going to steal a line from Owen Hart who was mocked in that DX Nation enough. of Domination segment. Enough. enough is enough, and it's time for a change what, for Gallows what, and Anderson. What, what, this is not even good. Like, what is this? Like, I'll get, like, ever since... I'm sure we'll talk about Enzo and Cass, but since Battleground, the te- Enzo and Cass, they haven't been good. I have not been entertained by neither, neither one of them. And Gallows and Anderson, it was fun... The first couple weeks, but now it's like, what is this? It's terrible. Yeah, I thought it was awful. Eck, you thought it was awful as well? Yeah, I'm, I, uh, yeah, there was the only thing that highlighted Raw uh, overall, and I'm just not trying to knock the whole show. I just, I thought Kevin Owens and Jericho was the best work about it. There was just a lot of things that just seemed to be lackluster. Sasha's thing I looked forward to at the mm-hmm. end. But overall, it was just some squash matches and then dropping the ball with a bunch of feuds. Um,. Yeah, the Shining Stars beat Enzo and Cass with a roll-up, right? How does Big Cass go from the main event of Raw for the Universal title to losing to Eric's immediate family? He he works on Monday Night Raw. That's the only way to really describe it. And this, this is the thing, because this is what that's the problem this I have. This is the thing. This is what I problem I have with, with these brand-specific pay-per-views now. So now you got to see, now you got matches that you don't even care about. It's like yeah. we talked about Backlash. 
I don't even care about the main event. I just don't care because I like AJ Styles. They don't make you want to care about anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there were six matches until you told me. <laughs> yeah, six. How many did you think there were? Like three. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's on a show. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 they've hit a low a little bit of a low point these last few weeks. I feel like. Um, anything anybody else wants to talk about from Raw? Because I don't have anything. Predictions. There's no predictions for what? It's on pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> NXT. That's how over I am. <laughs> yeah, not a whole lot happened. The big thing was we got a lot of Nakamura highlights throughout the show, which I enjoyed. Some of his big moments in NXT. He got to come out and be introduced to the crowd as the champion. as the first time he was introduced as the champion at Full Sail. He... What is this? It's just a oh. poster for me. That's cool. Well, if anybody hasn't seen the, the women's, the six women's poster for Backlash, it's pretty cool. I like the, the blue eyes on mm-hmm. everybody. Nakamura gets to address the crowd for the first time as champion. And he basically says he's won a lot of championships in his career. He accomplished everything he could in Japan. The NXT championship means the most. He said the era of Joe is over. And the era of strong style is here. I thought that was awesome. For a guy who does not speak the most clear English ever, I thought it was a very effective promo. Crowd obviously loves him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. What are what are your thoughts on his his introduction as champion to full sale? I liked it. I like I liked how he talked about like I said, his English isn't the best, but he can he can cut he can talk in, talk pretty good English. Mm-hmm. And um he he got over his point, he talked about he how he beat Sami Zayn, how he beat Finn Balor, and how he how he ended the era of Samoa Joe and now it's the King and era, era of Strong style. Yeah. I I did like it for what it was. It wasn't he didn't he didn't really say much after that, but I did like what it was. Just just a good introduction. Mm-hmm. Eric. You're, I'm assuming you're happy with Nakamura being the NXT champion. I am champ. happy with that. I know you're. I know you're a big Joe guy. No, I, I think I, I, I'm not big, like overly big on either guy. But I, I thought either one. You know, I thought Joe was going to win because I didn't think his reign was going to be that short. But I did. Um, I, I, I'm happy with it overall. Yeah, I'm happy with Nakamura. I think it's going to be fun. I'm curious how long he's going to be in NXT. I don't know how yeah, much longer he's going to be there. I don't want Vince up, yeah. anywhere near Nakamura. I don't either. I think um, he should stay down there for a long time. <laughs> this is the thing with this is the thing, the thing with Nakamura. Ever since all these giants they get from Japan, they, he just has them go out, go out and smile and wave. But Nakamura is the only actual guy they've ever had, had that had, has had, had the recognition that he has. So yeah. I'm interested to see, but I don't want Vince anywhere in Nakamura. Neither do I. We had Liv Morgan got a big win over Aaliyah. I guess it's good to see her actually win a match for once. Mm-hmm. There was a nice Jersey chant that broke out in full sail, much to the chagrin of Corey Graves. <laughs> we had No Way Jose get interrupted in an, an interview. Who's who's he going up against next? I guess they, they Bo- kind of... I think Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode, that's right. Bobby Roode interrupted it, so we got the two of them. So No Way Jose is going get, to get fed to another guy. Yep. Another former TNA Impact Wrestling guy. Yeah, NXTNA. Yep. <laughs> what are your thoughts on No Way Jose? Do you like him? I'm not. I'm not overly thrilled with him. Not a big fan. I I don't know. The I don't know what what it is. I think I, 
maybe it's a little bit of uh, not watching enough of his promos, but I just kind of skimming through. Just trying well, to he hasn't really out. had any. He's had so. promos. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that could that, be that, it. That's been my problem with NXT. It's been a lot of uh, with with the high volume of wrestling content right now that we're fed every week. Mm-hmm. Trying to skim through. Well, it would, it would help if NXT's been good. This was this wasn't good to me. I didn't no. enjoy it. So it's interesting. I didn't watch it till today. Yesterday, I actually got an email from WWE to take some kind of survey. It was basically asking to rate all these different performers, all of which are in NXT. Like, what do you think of their look? What do you think of their attitude? All these different questions. I don't remember everybody that was on it, but Ty Dillinger was on it. Aaliyah was on it. I believe Liv Morgan was on it, but I might be remembering that wrong. Steve Cutler was on it. And No Way Jose was on it. And there may be somebody else that I'm not remembering. Elias Sampson was on it. So I don't know if that means he maybe... He didn't drift away yet? Not yet. <laughs> I don't know if that means there's going to be some type of change for some of these characters. Maybe they're trying to get a gauge for how people feel about them, and they may they may change them up a little bit. I answered as honestly as I could. I answered negatively to a few of them. I gave rave reviews to Ty Dillinger, who got another win against one of your favorites, Buddy Murphy. Oh. <laughs> Samoa Joe's out of action for a little while. They said there were injuries that he did not ever mentioned to them so he can't be cleared. Joe's pretty pissed about that. He's at the tapings. Yeah. Tommaso Ciampa took a beating from the Revival without Gargano there to help him out. Hideo Itami said that he was going to put Austin Aries to sleep. Didn't he he mention that he didn't have socks on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, my my sockless loafers. (laughs) I kicked him in the head with my sockless loafers. And he's going to go to sleep once again. Which he deserves for stealing people's nicknames. Just <laughs> and not not accepting open challenges for the coveted yeah. European title. <laughs> yeah. He challenged Cien Almas, right? Or no, Almas challenged him, yeah. and he acted like he couldn't hear it because of the ruptured eardrum. Yeah. He said everybody's trying to steal my respect, basically. Again, maybe if you didn't steal people's nicknames, or you took challenges that were offered to you. Exactly. You might have some gold around your waist. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually a little bit. <laughs> I'm actually getting a little bit disappointed with NXT for the first time. Yeah, because it hasn't delivered, and it's like, like, like they takeover took, was good. Yeah, but like WWE, they took all they kind of took all the guys that we cared about to they sent NXT. Well, they took the NXT guys that we cared about and sent WWE. So now we have to care about a whole new crop of guys who weren't even built up. So it's now it's like you're just throwing them out there with no reaction and no build. Like for example, TM61. It's like mm-hmm. Gargano and Ciampa, they're going to the Cruiserweight division. They're probably working both that and NXT. But the tag team division, there's nobody in the tag team division. It's and revi- I really want to see them run, get a run with the tag titles. It's, 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 revi- it's the revival, um, Authors of Pain, and then TM61. Yeah. Ch- Ciampa and Gargano are there, but it's like we don't know what they're, what they're going to look like since they're going to be in this, in this Cruiserweight division. Yeah, I'm assuming we'll probably not see them in NXT anymore. We'll just see them on Raw. <laughs> It's possible they go back and forth, but I don't know why they would want to do that to those guys. Mm-hmm. Send them down to Orlando, then go meet up. It's too much travel. Well, we got Grand Metal League coming to Raw. Uh-huh. I'm excited Which is about good. that. And um, Jack Gallagher. Uh-huh. Supposedly a lot of those guys are going to be doing NXT. And- yeah, I, yeah Triple H, I know Triple H said they don't do both. Yeah, so NXT, not a whole lot really happened. Nakamura is the champ, which we already knew. What do you got? How do you feel about Angelo Dawkins? I mean, I really don't feel anything about him. Like He's his whole just, gimmick. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, th- okay. I'm not the only one. 
No, yeah, I'm not a doing the LeBron and the James Harden. Yeah, no, no reason for it. No. And I don't know if that's like we just haven't figured out anything for this guy yet. No, I think he came that came with that by himself. Oof. It's just like he needs Xavier Woods to sit down with him and come over. <laughs> yeah, because it's like. What, what, what does he call himself? The the the, the greatness. I don't even something know something of greatness. Whatever it is, it, it sounds fine, but just go ahead doing, going out there. The two headbands or the LeBron thing that's stirring the pot. Come with your own stuff. Don't the two headbands always get knocked off? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, Xavier Woods is the guy who came up with Tyler Breeze. Apparently, that's what Tyler Breeze says. It was Xavier Woods' idea, and I ran with it. Maybe they need Xavier Woods down there coaching these guys. I like it. <laughs> I would love it. I love it. He'd be perfect for that. Him and HBK? I yeah. Cruiserweight Classic this week. We had Akira Tozawa against Gran Metalik. Gran Metalik took it. He is now in the Final Four. As we said, he's going to be in the Cruiserweight division. Tozawa is too. Yeah. I love this match. I thought, again, two guys showing like a variety of styles. It's not just high flying. It's not just submission mat wrestling, and this this match was almost like a fight. Yeah. In, at, at times, and I really like Tazawa. I don't think I put him on my five guys that I was most impressed with when we got asked. I think it was from Donovan mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, but he's definitely right up there. Yeah. I've liked him more each match I've seen. Yeah. This is my this is my favorite match out of him because mm-hmm. I didn't care for him in the first couple matches. And the crowd. Match, I mean, the crowd responded to him too. I was I was rewatching a couple of the original episodes mm-hmm. um, last night, and I was remembering that question because I was here when it was asked, like your top five. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. There are guys, and I'm still obviously it's 32 people, and you know, 28 plus of them were probably new to me. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, there. A lot of these guys all impressed by. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that got eliminated first round that were just even impressive. Oh yeah, there's plenty of guys I want. I like that lost in the first round. I was like, I would have liked to have seen more of this guy. So I think all 32 guys were good. They were all something different. Um, Grand Metalik, like we said, moves on to the final four. The Metalik driver. I like that Daniel Bryan put that over as the most dangerous move in the tournament. <laughs> he was like, "Yep, it is." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, "Yep." <laughs> Although, I did think that until another move I saw in the second match between the Bryan Kendrick and Kota Ibushi. It was hard to, to figure out which match was better to me. So I, th- I like them is, both. That is good. They were both really good matches. I think the Kendrick match. It had a little more of like a story element. Yeah, it had to more it, psychology. Where Kendrick is his vignette before the match was awesome. Talking about like this may be my last chance. If I don't get this done now, my dream is over. I love that he was wearing the black trunks or the black tights because he's been playing the heel in every match he's been in. Like, I'll do anything to win, I don't care. Love that he immediately rolled out of the ring and like wanted to take it outside the ring for it to be more of like a dirty fight. But his thing was, I'm going to do everything I can to win this match. Yeah, he did. He put in um, Abushi's foot into the, into yeah, the rail. Yeah, he he's locked his foot into the rail, trying to get a count out. And then you have Abushi, who's probably the most skilled guy in the tournament, the, the overwhelming favorite. Mm-hmm. So you had that story kind of playing, playing across with itself. But yeah, the burning hammer, when he basically dropped Abushi directly on his head. I was like, all right, so maybe the uh, <laughs> Metal League driver isn't the most dangerous move. In the tournament, I still say you got to stop dropping these guys on their heads and their necks. 
it's been enough of a problem with concussions and people's like Daniel Bryan's careers ended because of neck surgeries. Stone Cold Steve Austin almost never got to really be Stone Cold Steve Austin because of a neck injury. Let's just stay away from the head and the neck. What did you think of um, Daniel Bryan before the match saying, all my objectivity's out the window, I'm just going to be a fan of Bryan Kendrick? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that's, that's his friend, even after the show. Well, that's, that's my friend. Yeah, Joey, when he was on the show and we were talking about the last Kendrick match, he said that he met, made that comment that, like, well, he's not, he's just cheering for yeah. Bryan Kendrick. I was like, hey, he basically yeah. is. I thought both of these matches were great. That might have been the best, the best night beginning to end match wise. Yeah, cause, yeah, we're getting less, we're getting less matches, and those matches are getting more time. Yeah. Any doubt from either of you? Or is Kota Ibushi definitely winning this thing? He's winning. I think he's winning. He's winning. It's, they're making it so obvious. He's winning. <laughs> I, yeah. felt, I felt that from the minute I heard he was in it. Well, they keep saying that he's the the best worker in the world, and it's like, yeah, okay, he's Daniel winning. Bryan keeps saying, regardless of weight. Yeah. He's he's arguably the best worker in the world. The one of the spots I loved in that match was when uh, Ibushi hit him with the ger- released German suplex from over the ropes. Oh yeah, that was like cool. he was outside yeah. the ropes. I thought that was awesome. I've never seen that before. I think that the uh, well, what do you think of Ibushi's finishing move basically being the last ride into a power bomb? I like yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> it's awesome. I was a big fan of the last ride as a finisher. Yeah, that's a, a good so a one. sit out power bomb. That's mm-hmm. cool. I like it. I love the emotion that was in both of those matches. I thought it was actually the most... Because obviously we're seeing a lot of guys we've never seen before. We're seeing styles we've never seen before. I feel like this was the most invested I was in a match. You know, and I, I would say the thing is that that last of the um, first round, that, and I know it's been reviewed on the show already, but the Champo and uh, Gargano, I, I mean... That got you invested right before. I mean, these guys were tag parts. Oh yeah, but but of course, it definitely be the most. But I still think that was probably one of the best matches so far in the whole series. Yeah, that was by far the best match of the first round, and I still think the best match of the tournament so far, because we were a little familiar with these two guys, and I mean, those guys killed themselves in that match, like not even as a work. Like those guys, that was a rough match. Those guys put it all out there, and. That that probably gonna end up as the best match. I don't know if any match is gonna top it. Even the I've final match. I've seen it on people's list for like top ten of the year. Yeah, oh, it is no doubt. Yeah, it's gonna get a lot of love at the end of the year with, you know, getting some votes for match, possibly match of the year. But it's gonna be up there on everybody's list. Yeah, it'll be it's on our list. <laughs> Next week, well, tonight actually, I guess as we're recording this, we have Zack Saber Jr. against Noam Dar. And Rich Swan against TJ Perkins. Can't wait for that. That match is going to be unbelievable. It is. I can't wait for that one. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Sabre and Perkins as the last two in the final four. So that way you would have Japan represented, Mexico represented, the UK represented, and the Philippines represented. So four completely different places. None of them in the United States. Oh, we get enough love. <laughs> You're right, exactly. we do. Exactly. Do you think there's any chance Rich Swan beats TJ Perkins? Because I don't. No, I don't think so. I thought maybe he like won the crowd over enough over his first couple matches, but I just don't see TJ Perkins not making it. No, I don't either. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing to watching this. I may watch it when when we get out of here tonight. Usually I wait, but I'm kind of really curious. To Too see much wrestling. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe it is. Uh, did we have any other questions tonight? No, but I had a comment about this cruiserweight okay. division. 
I think my fears are coming to fruition with they're just gonna have him outside, have him go out there and do flips. Yeah. Because how many of these guys? I know Grand Man Elite. I know Tazawa. I know. I think is it Noam Dar. Yeah. I know at least three or four of these guys don't speak English. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the same thing they have in WCW. They just went out there and said, "Go ahead, go do some flips." And I'm, and what I wanted, I want them to treat this as a division. I want them to cut promos. I want them to have storyline. I just if anything, have they're a bunch gonna of need ma- managers though. Man- managers are dead. Nobody, nobody really has a manager. Heyman's an advocate. None of these people really have. have Sometimes managed. you got to bring back dead things. A couple weeks ago, Backlash was dead. Well, the cruiserweight the division cruiserweight was, dead. was dead too. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's gonna be managers? I have no there's idea. No managers. I get to get on the road. You think maybe Jeez. they'll sign Truth Martini to be a manager in WWE? If he brings Jay Luther with him, I'll take it. I would take that too, but I know he's out at uh, Ring of Honor, so I don't know what Truth Martini's gonna do. Uh, that is a concern that I have, though. Is that because that people are not going to invest in it if that's all? It yeah, is. yeah, that's my thing. Because like I said, we invested. It'll be cool for a couple weeks. People are like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then you get over it. Yeah, because like, look how invested we are into the Cruiserweight Classic now. That's how we. That's how the hardcore people are going to invest in the Cruiserweight division. And after a couple weeks, they're like, oh, okay, I don't care about this now. Yeah, you'll have your your super smarks who are going to love it just because it's so different from regular WWE wrestling. But if it's just that, it's not going to to hold anybody's interest for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I have the same concern. Anything else wrestling related anybody else wants to talk about before we get out of here? Yes, I do. What do you got? This Saturday. Mm-hmm. The best in the world. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I hope you two are as well. I can't wait. I've been looking forward to it for two years. I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, so that, since I'm not looking forward to it, does that mean we're not friends anymore? <laughs> we can still be friends. Are you going to come watch it with me? No. Are we still friends? Nah, cause you're not, no, because you're not going to come watch it with me. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're just as sensitive as Phil. <laughs> what, uh, I got a sensitive bone in my body. I hate all y'all the same. Do you have just no interest in it at all? Not really. You're not going to watch it? No. Not even like a morbid curiosity? I'll curiosity if I'm going to watch it. <laughs> do you hope he wins? I hope he wins. Or do you yeah. not care I'll even be, about that? I wouldn't mind seeing him win cause to put up, to put, to help put, put up professional wrestling, but I don't really... One care. of the questions he's been asked during every interview he's done for the last month is what is his walkout music going to be? Any chance he uses cult of personality? Because yeah. I, I mean, I don't think he will just because he wants to distance himself, but... I think it would be great. What was his answer? Wasn't that, wasn't that his Ring of Honor he music? He keeps. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think that was his Ring of Honor music, I think. I don't but he, he just tells everybody, like, I'm not going to tell you. You have to order the pay per view to find out. So he won't tell anybody what his walkout music is. Speaking of destroying, of, of just shoot on WWE, uh-huh. did you see Cody Rhodes at, at Bola? Mm-hmm. And he didn't introduce them. Yeah. Oh, you didn't see him? The star that left him in the dust. Mm hmm. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> He also called out WWE for their relationships with ESPN and TMZ. Yeah, because yeah. they, because they, because they, TMZ ran his his mom's nine one one call, mm-hmm. and then the, the guy was bashing Kevin Owens yeah. and his son, which was make no sense. Yeah, it was stupid. That guy was an idiot. I mean, Ellison or however you say it. Yeah, I I, I didn't even know who that was. Like, I never seen him on ESPN. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, who is this? More people know who Kevin Owens is than know who you yeah. are. So slow your roll a little bit. And leave the kid, leave the guy's kid alone. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's it for this week. I'm predicting. I'm not going to predict CM Punk to win this fight, 
But I'm going to predict him to go the distance. I don't think he's going to get submitted or knocked out. So I think he's going to surprise some people. I think he's going to have a lot more respect after that fight than he did walking in. So all I know is if he doesn't, if he makes it past the first round, I win my money. Oh, that's all that matters. That's I think he's, matters. I, I'd almost guarantee he's going to get out of the first round. So do I. So I'm betting on him. <laughs> so thank you to everyone who listened to the show this week for. Mr. Wednesday Night Live, hailing from Geneva, Geneva, Switzerland, Alo, Aaron Lloyd, for Eric Trembicki, Ek to Fly, I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. This a Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my ball. Shut the basement man, it ain't safe to land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.